So hello everyone. It's been a lovely week this week, isn't it, Karen? It has been a really good week. Yeah, it's been yeah. a good week. Yeah. yeah. Productive. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I honestly I, I I felt like there's been so much going on. I feel completely different from last week. Yeah. I've done a lot of um quite a bit quite a bit of work on the plot. I've had some really lovely days this week on the plot, which has been a complete gift. But I'm gonna tell you a little bit later on about my ideas for rewilding mm. the, the allotment yeah because yeah. you went um you went on a sort of like a social trip didn't you did to I? ikea i did yes i did <laughs> i'll tell you about that as well yeah <laughs> what, what you could Very buy jealous. from ikea yeah yeah mm. so we'll come back to that we'll come back to that lovely. yeah lovely that's what we can talk about later yeah very good <laughs> handy hints very good very good very so good. how about you what have you been up to so when so last weekend we made it's just behind here actually you can't see it here oh, but yeah. um i made um a little kind of, kind of tiny race bed from a sandpit. Oh, yes, yes, yes so from that sandpit that i found in the second hand shop yeah um so we started off with so I was here with my little ones. We did it together. We started off a lot of cardboard. Um, and then I sort of started to prune this apple tree. Oh, yeah, this one here. apple tree behind us. Yeah. So someone is coming at the end of February to do a proper prune because we haven't done that. Oh, okay, that was the guy that said I'll come back in February. Exactly. Brilliant. Very, very nice. And, yeah. yeah. Nice guy. So, but I've done a little bit just so that we can walk around it. And I've put all that at the bottom of the race bed. Just like, like a sort of culture. Yeah, like a starter culture. Yeah. Just to sort of pad it out a bit. Yeah, so you're not using all of your compost yeah. on it. You just exactly. need that little, you know, how much? Five centimetres or so? How much compost? Yeah, got? probably five centimetres. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do another another load actually today. They draw with a little barrel from the compost in the house. Right. Um, but yeah, because lots of people, I think race beds get a sort of bad stick, doesn't it? Or yeah. People think it's expensive. Yes. Yeah. And and all you've got compost. to pull in all your compost. Yeah. But actually, that's such a good way, isn't yeah. it? Layering it up. Yeah. Because it's on your layer. Exactly. So it wasn't oh. actually that thick, but it was sort of of sorts a hugel culture kind of starting. Nice. Small scale. And so then did she help you with all of that? Yeah, she did. What? And we what, didn't have gloves for her, so she was a bit. It was a bit with a welly kind of like stamping it all down. But that's fair fine. enough. That's fair fine. enough. That's fine. And then we went and got sort of two loads of, um, of leaf mold, right. in the wheelbarrow. So that went next, and then I had compost from the garden. So yeah, <gasps> great. So mm. so your tree apple tree sticks, leaf mold, yep. and then compost, and then compost, and yeah, and it's basically raised all of that. It's raised it like what. Looks like about fifteen centimeters yeah. above ground level, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We'll take some photos and we'll pop them on there. Uh, yeah, I have social. Actually, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw mm. that already, isn't it? Yeah. Take yeah. a look. But I, I mean, I social media to see it. Yeah. She was so keen to do it, and I had only brought down a, a normal little screwdriver. Mm. So actually, all the screws I need oh, to come yeah. back and do it with the, oh, the yeah. battery screwdriver. So all the screws are sticking out. But that's that's hard oh, work, actually. That isn't it? it? Is. I remember making it those. Is. I was getting uh, yeah. yeah. My cobble tunnel was coming. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, a little electric one is actually really handy, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. I feel like that all these little toolkits to make things. I sometimes mm. see on social media people with electric tools. You know, even like a you know one of those staple gun oh things. yeah it, God, yes life would be so quick wouldn't yes. it on the allotment if you were just going right that goes there yes here's a crate yeah here's a, it's a compost heap yep. done yeah yeah that's quite handy isn't it yeah having the right tools exactly but you know sometimes you're down here 
I just we needed to sort of get going and she was keen so then I thought we just yeah just get going on it yeah I can I can do the screen so what does she want to plant in it then what's her so she wants to have what you your daughter has well she she apparently loves gooseberries now (laughs) yeah so she wants to have a gooseberry bush in it which um yeah but we might find another space for a gooseberry bush right yeah well she can always have our gooseberries on our plot and then put put something else because, because we, it, we've just yeah. planted three because that's what my little one was like. Yes. I mean, I love them because I love First them. day, like she yes. just went round and round and tried yes. one. Like, oh. yeah. So, yeah, so she, you know, so so your little one mm-hmm. can can try it yeah. from us. Yes. And plant something else. Exactly. If she because, wants to. Yes. Because it's very sort of, yeah, once it's in there, you don't need to do much to it, do you? So it would be interesting if she had some peace or something. Yes. Yes. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. We'll work something out. Because then she could build a little teepee and Mm. that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? And then do some planting underneath, companion planters. She could be having lots of different things going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to sort of harness harness that enthusiasm, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's really lovely. Mm. I've kind of had a look at my, I had like a square, which was like, I keep saying 25% of the plot. I'm not sure it actually was yeah. quite 25% of the plot. Mm-hmm. But it was everything that I, the last piece of the plot that wasn't covered in cardboard and mulched mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I thought my sort of wild area, you know, with diversity and leave that to kind of you know, pollinators. And yeah. All that. yeah. Now I've actually sort of spent the time really looking in it. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't at all. It wasn't diverse at all. All that was in it was the raspberry canes I chopped right back and um, cooch grass that sure. has been sure. some growing and some dead yeah. and some old flower pots right under the undergrowth. That's how thick it was. Yeah. I couldn't even see the flower pots and um, a raised bed. A raised bed? Yeah. In, the, in that area? A built raised bed <laughs> that I couldn't even find. Yeah. That's how overgrown sure, it was. Sure. So I pulled out the raised bed, raked it all, mm. just to kind of collect all the dead cooch grass. Yeah. I realised really there's been nothing, nothing growing yeah. in it. And yeah. and all the soil has been, there's not even weed growing there because the soil is just covered by these dead, the cooch grass sure. and everything. Sure. And um, so this week, I'd been looking at re- listening to podcasts about kind of rewilding your garden, mm-hmm. and and actually that sort of sense that sometimes you feel that means leaving a space, mm-hmm. but actually human intervention makes it even more diverse. Yeah. in that type of yes, garden, sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel so bad about kind of going right. I'm going to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to welcome everything growing back, but I'm going to give it a bit of a helping hand absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah because I was listening to so there was the greener growing pod which is like an arm of the gardener's world magazine right and they were interviewing professor Nigel Dunnett who did all the wild meadows at the Olympic Park right okay um which is just beautiful so Mm -hmm. you know all that rewilding of that area with diverse pollinator planting Mm -hmm. you know and really on sort of scrapland wasn't it the Olympic Park yeah you know so Mm -hmm. kind of probably not bringing in the piles of compost that sure. we were talking about because just yeah. the whatever's there growing out of that yeah. the soil that was there maybe mm-hmm. I don't know what yes. he did <laughs> I don't know yeah. professor mm-hmm. did it but 
Um, and then he also created the Greater Green Path in Sheffield from the suburbs into the city. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this this sort of tow path type of thing. It's not a tow path, but a p- cycle path, walk walkway. Oh, wow. This length and breadth of um, passenger into uh, Sheffield. Again, like rewilded all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting what he was kind of saying. Um, and just kind of like you know having it like having a diversity of people and a culture yeah and the yeah. breadth and depth that that brings yeah that actually it's all about just putting in so many different things yeah. that are going to be robust against different weathers that are going to flower and bloom at different times yeah. mm-hmm. so this isn't something I'm going to just create this year but it's just something that over my lifetime at the allotment I'm going to just see what works mm-hmm. and what's so anyway that's where I started there was another one as well Sarah Raven uh Dr Steve Head oh yes he I had to that one as well you yeah so good mm, so good so I just keep listening to these things again and again and again which I, I will I think diversity havens in gardens and he was talking about you know basically just making a start and just attracting the common insects that you really want in your garden mm. to start with that think about the quality of what you're putting in yeah. as opposed to like the quantity of what you want to attract yeah um they were also talking about the the, the actual bumblebees they don't just like one thing do they yeah no, that's so it's it. like like yeah like, you know we've been always been told you know five a day in terms of yeah fruit and veg yeah like and tim speck would say 30 yeah. different pl- plant yeah. plants on your plate a week yeah and that's exactly. really good for your microbiome exactly and, and it's the same for animals. Yeah, yeah that's it. And he was very, saying, yeah. like, a plant that like an acre of rapeseed is absolutely nutrient bare yeah. for, a, for a bee. Yes. It's all the same. Yeah. So just yeah. having that, yeah, yeah. diversity yeah. of planting. Yeah. yeah, so having a complexity of plants that will withstand different weather. And, and they just said, observe what's working. Mm. Just take the time to look, mm. see what attracts and what works, and do more of that mm. and try different things at the same time. Mm. So that's my thing. So I, so I, with that, out went the cooch grass. Yeah. Out went the raised bed. Mm-hmm. I completely covered the whole area. Very handy having a spare raised bed that you didn't expect. I know. Really good. That's my last raised bed that I'll use, which is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Completely ready, free. That mm-hmm. that plot, Karin, has had hundreds of pounds of yeah, it has of goodness in it underneath yeah. all that cooch grass. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. So yeah, so you, I'll reuse that. The plot that keeps on giving. It is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I've covered it with with um, cardboard, and I I think I'll, yeah. Then I'll just do some leaf mold, some compost, mm-hmm. and start again, mm-hmm. and still give Fantastic. up. Because I think the plot says the the Sandwich Road allotment kind of notes notices say twenty five seventy five percent of your allotment has to be cultivated. Oh, yeah. So that's twenty five percent left. But actually, once you get a shed on there, mm-hmm. and like a little patio like you that's have, true. that's probably 25%, yeah, isn't it? True, true. So I think thinking about the edges of, you know, the borders with like my dead head hedge and yeah. and just anything that sprouts up. Yeah, completely. Yeah. No, it looks very, looks very industrious at the moment. Yeah. It looks really good. And I like that you've defined where the shed is going to be. It's also easy to visualise, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was really good. Yeah. And I did that on this amazing morning. I had I had a morning sort of time given back from overtime. I basically had three hours, Karen, 
and it was like heaven you know when it's like you should we would normally be working yeah. and so it was just really amazing to come up to be on the plot for like an hour and a half and do all of that yeah. listening to podcasts at the same time mm-hmm. and then I drove it to town I went to Gales <laughs> sat in Gales <laughs> lovely. Yeah. which is like a complete treat isn't it yeah mm-hmm. and had brunch and then that's when I listened to the, the that amazing compost episode with Sarah Raven. That was am- that was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, listened they, to that on yeah. the way home. These two women that met at kindergarten, like yeah. we did. Yeah, we're mad. <laughs> and as interested in compost as we are. Yes, I know. yeah, they I loved know. it, didn't yeah. they? So yeah. that was just heavenly. And then I sat whilst I ate my breakfast. I sat watching Anya, the Garden Fairy, or whatever oh, yeah. she is called. Mm-hmm. She's just re- released a book on propagation and sort of reducing costs in your garden mm-hmm. by taking cuttings and things. So she was doing a live on Davies. <laughs> so I just it's like sat and watched the idea that. of a perfect morning. Mm-hmm. I got back mm-hmm. to my desk. I was completely regenerated. Yeah. <laughs> And then that evening, I think it was that evening, I went to Ikea with her. I was really jealous. Being Swedish, I'm obviously quite partial to a bit of Ikea. Bit of plant meatballs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which we, had. Mm. we just said, let's that just, rather than going to pub, let's because I had to go anyway, mm. let's go to Ikea and have plant meatballs. Mm. And it's nice to go with someone who enjoys it, yeah. rather than going with someone who's dragging. Yes. His. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, you you, mm. you don't want to get in and out of there. No. Even if you actually don't need very much. Absolutely. You just want to be able to go, yeah. right, I'm enjoying this. Yes. Yes. I went with a fellow IKEA lover. And I'd gone because I wanted to I know I've talked about this loads before, but I don't have any windowsills. Yeah. yeah. It's all bifold doors at the back and then it's just north facing and my windowsills aren't actually that wide in the house. So I've been looking at a solution that would be durable, mm-hmm. pack awayable. And relatively cheap mm-hmm. and i found these shoe racks from ikea and they're just like um what is it like a like a like a rack i can't think what the word is a metal rack yeah metal rack isn't it very discreet yeah. looking at it really discreet and yeah. thin yeah the legs kick out so you can put your um you can stack them so you can have three in a three on top of each other and they're four pounds i mean that's just not that and so it's perfect so you can put all your trays on there pop them in the window yeah then when you're done see season's over yeah you can pet them away and store them in my shed or in the garage very handy oh and you sent me that instagram picture Mm. of turn them upside down hang them up in the shed and then hang all your onions up them because they've got like all the individuals yeah fantastic so so charming yeah yeah really good yeah and also really handy to be able to pack away and not have it there the whole year round. You just have it for the months that you need it. Really yeah. good, really good. Wanna, you know, sometimes and I was kind of thinking I could find something secondhand, and, but these are just so slimline. Yeah. That, yeah, that it's, you, you kind of got to get on in the house, haven't you? Yeah. You know, you, it's, okay, it's got to work for everybody. It does. And these are so great that you could play. In fact, the other night I, I put some egg boxes on mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. and because they kind of, because they're black they blend into look like floating egg boxes you literally couldn't see sure, anything sure. you know so yeah Very that's handy. a little hint and tip really but nice. my friend's going back as well she says she's got to go back for something else and it, it comes with i wasn't gonna get it 
but it comes with a tray mm -hmm. underneath because it's a, a shoe rack yeah so that would essentially catch all the mud and everything but what the, that can catch all the water but it also means that i can put trays on there yeah oh there's a little dog in the background he's, <laughs> he's thinking neighborly dog the end of my garden sunday morning talking um yeah, and it but basically means that I can use the underfloor heating to get the germination yeah. going. So I can put trays That's directly really onto there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can utilize utilize that. Yeah, energy, very good, so good. Yeah. And it's so funny, Karen, because after being so, like I said about feeling I was on the precipice last week, mm. I feel so much, honestly. I feel so much better this week. Mm. Getting undergoing with seed planting and and it's almost like. You talk about how you feel when you go, oh, my God, I feel awful. I feel like that's done, Dustin. Yes. I've got that out yeah. of my system. Yeah. I'm, like, authentically sharing. Yeah. You know, like, because I, yes. I think the last last thing you want is to feel like when you go onto social media You're or even on a the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, like, everyone has life problems yeah. thrown in. Like, everyone has, a, like, the ideal and then just life happens and you can't get to doing yeah. what you want to do. Mm. So I think it's really important just to go, sometimes it just doesn't work or you just don't feel it or you feel different than you thought you would do. Yeah. And then this week, I feel great. Really good. That's good. It's nearly spring. Yeah. <laughs> now we've been filming this one, haven't we? We have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. So if you're, <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, at one point, you might see us on YouTube mm. as well. We're going to publish it. them on YouTube, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Um, so yeah we're just trialing it all out as ever as ever that's it <laughs> that's it can you see my my christmas trees in the background oh okay yeah. can you see i'm sort of slowly moving okay. yeah i've got a couple of christmas trees i've got another another two to come down from the house um and i'm yeah there for the you know the school project where we're going to make some um the pyramid yeah that's it so I just thought I had to just get my front Like log pile pyramids, essentially, yeah, exactly, aren't they? Exactly. So what are you going to do with these? Are you going to just trim them all off? Trim, trim all the things off. Make it into a, make them into a sort of a teepee oh. with three, three or four uh, Christmas tree, with the, the actual uh, stem. Yeah. Not, not stem. Trunk. Trunk. Yeah. And then in the middle, you stash out with all the offcuts. So it's, you use yeah. every single thing of a yeah, Christmas tree. Exactly. It's sort of inside out. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Three Christmas trees, yeah, in a teepee, and then stack it all up. Have you have you told school about that? Uh talked vaguely about it. Where's it gonna go? I think possibly. I mean I think um our friend the headmaster, I think he's quite keen to have it in the area after the after the fence, but before the lower fields. Oh so yeah, oh in, yeah, lovely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, I love to see that. Yeah. So this, the dog is really quite um, trying to say hello to us. He isn't needs he? To me. Sorry if that's been getting in the way. Yeah. There's also <laughs> lots of birds going. I'm hoping you can hear Beautiful. those too. I'm picking up. Did you see? I, I was sort of um, on the on our plant exchange group. Oh right, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Someone was giving away these twenty liter sort of bags, oh. growing bags. Oh wow, yeah. empty. Empty. Oh, amazing. So them up this afternoon. For your potatoes? Yeah, or yours, because I have lots. Oh, I absolutely amazing. Because it's always, I mean, whatever you decide to do in them, it's so handy because you, you, you know, roll them down and roll them up. Exactly. 
and it sort of um yeah it sort of maximizes the space isn't oh, it so wow. yeah so I'm, I'm i did buy it. some first earlies did you yes. rocket oh, did you yeah that's what, that's what i have yeah in my windows well well because there was loads of choice and, and then it's like rocket oh yeah i'll do that because yeah. carbon does that yeah. <laughs> because you know i said to you he's like you know chitting potatoes that i've got from the supermarket why can't i use those why is it and i I found out it's the same reason why you might not use like your shop-bought garlic or your shop-bought right because a you don't know unless you've bought organic yeah they're sometimes treated yeah but also they're more likely even if you bought organic ones they're more likely to hold a disease Right. And so, right. and then right. that can obviously infiltrate. So when you buy first earlies, yeah, you know you've kind of got a clear, yeah, thing. Okay, that's interesting. But I, mean, I suppose you could still try if you had it in a pot. Yeah, well, you, you could, could try still them. Try. Too late. Yeah. I've chopped them up and put them on the comp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it. Then. I'll get it. <laughs> right. I think we should give this dog some peace. I think, I think he's I think getting a bit stressed. Yeah. Right, let's do that. Right, see you, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye.